0: Today we celebrate the Blessed Trinity, which, uh, as you probably know, is the central mystery of our Christian faith. In a time when we think ourselves to be scientific in many ways, it can be hard to prove the Trinity exists in the way we would prove an atom exists or the atomic particles exist. Yet for all of our interest in the power of science, we don't always apply it in the same way. There are also many areas where we don't seem to be interested in science. When it comes to defining when life begins, for example, uh, we make exceptions. When it comes to defining uh, the gender these days of a person, we don't always seem to have an interest in what science dictates. When it comes to promoting the good of the human race, we don't seem to care all that much about science and what it suggests. In all these things and many others, we are much more swayed by our own desires and often even blatantly going against what science would favor us to do uh, and what what we know to be true. Now, if we were as scientific and as disciplined as we make ourselves out to be often, we would be more willing to believe in the Blessed Trinity uh, than in the many human constructs which we have created for ourselves. Now, it's true that when we look at the Blessed Trinity, there are, it's a mystery, right? There's a, There's a certain level where we just, we can't penetrate the mystery. And when we say a mystery, as Catholics, when we talk about, the mystery of Catholic doctrines, it doesn't mean that we don't know anything, but it does mean that there remains something that's beyond our ability to grasp the entirety of that thing. The more complex a thing is, the more mystery there is in it, and generally, the more we're willing to accept that mystery. Now, if I were to describe an apple, for instance, there's not a lot of mystery in an apple. I mean, there's some, right, but there's there's not a lot. So I could do a good job of explaining that, or we could know what an apple is. It wouldn't be that mysterious. But what about a dinosaur? Or uh, the planet Jupiter, or or maybe a black hole, or the, the Milky Way galaxy, or even just a human person? There's a lot of complexity in these things, a lot of things that are mysterious about them. Yet we seem to be willing to accept on our limited knowledge of them, much of what is said about these things. Uh, without person personally verifying it. Now, perhaps it's because these things are physical things, right? That's It's a little easier to kind of think about that thing. I've seen one before, I know it. But how about gravity or, or uh, despair or love or physical attraction? These are things that we believe in and can explain, though we cannot uh, explain them fully. There is a mystery there. These aren't physical objects. Now, if we consider God, if by God we mean the creature, or rather the creator of the entire physical universe, a being which is real but immaterial, then we are talking about a pretty complex reality. And Why is it that we expect God to reveal himself completely to us? Why do we want to fully understand and grasp every element of who God is or what God is? Part of the human bias might come from our fear, from our fear of being in control, needing to be in control. Perhaps we are fearful of being subservient to something outside of ourselves. Now, unless that thing dominates us or forces us to submit, uh, we often won't. uh, And God is not going to do that. He won't do that. We do that. We do that to one another. The fallen angels do that to us if they can. But the Blessed Trinity will not dominate us. Now, through pride, humanity has often refused to accept the protection of the blessed Trinity. The protection that comes to us when we follow God's laws for us. He offers us those laws to help us uh, to, to remain in his love. But by our brokenness and our pride, we often see God's love as a threat to our freedom. We've all probably had that experience to some degree, or we know people who have, and so we avoid that. What can be known about the Blessed Trinity is dependent upon our openness in some sense because we start this life affected by original sin, uh, by the sinfulness of the world we live in and the brokenness of the world we live in, we have a hard time accepting God's love. We have a hard time accepting who God is, who he reveals himself to be. Jesus said in the Beatitudes, blessed are the pure of heart for they shall see God. They shall see God. We don't even realize how much impurity we accept in our culture these days. It's kind of become normal to be exposed to lots of different things that bring our minds to a place that they shouldn't uh, be allowed to. Now, because of this, many people don't see God very clearly. It's easy and easier, uh, and it can seem easier, to be more uh, natural resistant to God and promote our own sinful desires or preferences. Now, even if we've lived it as a Catholic all our lives, we may still feel we don't know God. We still may feel distant from God. Perhaps we should consider what the obstacles may be that are interfering with our ability to communion uh, commune with God, to know God. It could be our pride. It could be maybe we do struggle with impurity, or or have had that in our life. Maybe there's a willfulness or a complete disregard for God's laws. Oftentimes, before we even really know we are caught in these traps, they are already blinding us, and so it's easy for us to not understand the things of God. God has made himself known through the Old Testament miracles, through the voice of the prophets, in the incarnation of the word of God, who became man and lived among us on earth. God has given us signs through the apparitions of his blessed mother. We talked about Fatima a few weeks ago through the many miracles that have been attested to by eyewitnesses. But what have all these signs done for us? How have they helped us uh, to overcome our, maybe our our concerns or our doubts, especially for non-believers? Not much, I would say. As the Bible often attests, signs are of little value for those who do not believe in God. There will always be another explanation for why the signs given do not prove God's existence. Some excuse can always be made. So just as today we refuse to be consistent with how we apply the rules of science, so too in the past and in the present, humanity remains fickle in the face of undeniable truths. When it comes to God, we should expect mystery. We should expect that there's going to be a level of mystery that is hard to penetrate, and yet we so often try to demystify the essence of who God is. We are unhappy or resistant to that reality that there's going to be something I just can't grasp fully. Even in heaven, we're going to still be uncovering the mystery of who God is for all of eternity. There's never going to be an exhausted, uh, like I had it all, I got it all figured out. It's never going to be that experience. We're always going to be learning more about who God is. So we often come... Uh, we often struggle to accept that God is beyond us. We try to um, find ways to control him or you know, manipulate him or make, make God into something he's not. And that's never going to bring us closer to the Lord. We, have to, we either have to accept that God is beyond us to some level. We have to accept the proofs that God has offered to us. or We will end up reducing God to something that's man-made. That's a very tempting thing, and something that we often fall into as as human beings. It's just natural for us to try to put God in a box, a box that he never fits in. And paradoxically, when we do that, we reduce our capacity to know the truth of who God is, who the Blessed Trinity is. So if you want to know the Blessed Trinity, you must come humbly accepting our limits. Both scriptures and Christian history tell us to know God requires a great humility, it it requires a docility, patience, a rejection of the worldly mindedness that we so often find being thrust upon us. So my exhortation to you is to seek the Blessed Trinity, yes, to do so, as a friend though, rather than as something to be discovered or someone that we should fear or that's trying to dominate us or overcome us? Can we approach him as a friend, someone who loves us, who wants to reveal himself to us, but in his own way, in his own time? If we entrust ourselves to God, we we just might be surprised at how easy it is to come to know God.